Thank you so much for visiting us online today. We believe God wants to speak to you through the following message. If you would like to connect with us or send us your prayer request, visit us at kingsgatehobs.com. Well, are you excited? We have been counting down the days to get back to the desert. There's something about Hobbs, New Mexico. Something happens when our plane gets into this area and we step into this territory. I slept like a baby last night in a mother's arms. My Lord woke up at 6 o'clock and said, Wow, look what the Lord has done. Amen. We love this place. We love Kingsgate. We love victory. We love what God's doing here. We give honor to the general of faith. Dee and I talk about Apostle Fabian Senna to other pastors and leaders. He is an apostle of faith. When I need a miracle, I've got a lot of people's cell numbers. If I start naming them, you'd say, wow. But do you know who I call? D and I get Apostle on the phone and say, we need a miracle because we believe God raised him up for this day. We believe this is a God moment. We believe this is a historical moment. We believe that believers are stepping into a whole new dimension. Something is about to happen like you have never seen happen. So we give honor tonight to the founder, the leader, the great apostle of faith, and to your great pastors. God raised this couple up as world changers. When God raised up Pastor Matt and sent Pastor Jen, a long ways across the country to connect them to, and he had to prophesy to him several times to make the connection. She said to him, man, what's the matter with you? We so honor you to him. Thank you for what you're doing in the kingdom. You're that generation that we pray for that uncompromising voice, because the voice we listen to decides our destiny. When these people listen to you guys week after week after week, you're leading them into a greater dimension. You're showing them where they could never go except by the voice of God raising up in your voices to make an impact. Thank you for being non-compromising. Decades I've watched you. Under pressure, I've watched you. Under pain, I've watched you. But you never blinked. You never flinched. You kept saying, he's going to make a way where there is no way. Let's give honor to your pastors tonight. These two prophets... I love spending time with them. You're going to be so blessed by their ministry this week. They have a word 
They have an anointing. They have a life-changing power of God that is destined to change people's lives. So it's going to be a great weekend, a life-changing weekend, a miracle weekend. I believe they heard from God when they call this miracle conference. I believe that God's going to take us beyond just a little touch. He's going to shape us for the rest of our lives. I believe God's got a sure word of prophecy. I believe he's got a, a word of faith that's going to change our lives. And never forget the power of connections. The older I get, 55 years I've taken a microphone somewhere on planet Earth and preached this gospel. And the older that I get, the more I value God relationships. I am what I am because God connected me to the right people. Value the relationships God has given you at Kingsgate. It's not an accident that God connected you. Two of you together can still put a thousand devils to flight. So it's a great day. It's a powerful moment in your life. And as I begin to seek God, God began to speak to me a word that I believe is a word for this house. And so I want to I wanna say something. I read the, the man that shaped my life that I read about but never met as a young man was Smith Wigglesworth. I love his story. The great apostle of faith lived such a life, couldn't spell, couldn't read. God taught him to read the Bible. He was a plumber. God redeemed him, saved him, filled him with the Holy Ghost, and called him to a miracle ministry. And I read recently from some article that uh, he was nearing his final days. He was getting close to ending his ministry. And God visited him with a powerful revelation. And in this revelation, it really, really touched my heart as I began to look at it and, and spend time thinking about it, praying about it. And he told it to Lester Summerall. Lester Summerall was a, a great man, used of God to build a great church in, in uh, the Philippines. It's still a great church. Built churches all over America and, and did a great work all over the world. But he was mentored by Smith Wigglesworth. So in his closing moments, Lester went to see Smith Wigglesworth. And he said, I want you to tell me what you see in the future. This was in 1939. He said, the first thing I see is in the 50s, there'll be a great healing revival. They'll put up big tents, or Roberts did. And they'll bring miracles to the masses. Then he said, I see in the spirit great conferences and believers carrying notebooks and their Bible, and they call it the Word of Faith movement. In the 60s and 70s, that happened. Then he said just before 
Jesus Christ comes back, there will be a revival of revivals where the Spirit of God will visit the four corners of the earth and hospitals will be emptied as miracles invade those hospitals. And he began to sob, and he said, God is going to raise up powerful men and women of God that will build churches that believe God for miracles to happen in those churches. Can I say to you, you're in that place. I said, you're in that house. God has raised you up for such an hour as this. And I believe we're entering the greatest hours the kingdom has ever seen. Most people say 24, the Hebrew year, 5778, is a year of the open door. But I want to add a P.S. It's also the year of the closed door. God closed the door to famine to believers. God closed the door to sickness to believers. Is there anybody in the house? God closed the door to heartache and pain, and he opened the door, a mega door that says, I will meet you at your point of need and show you my glory. We're living in that God moment where God is going to show us his glory. So I believe, not only did do I believe God opened the door, I believe God took the hinges off of the door and said, this year, no one can stop your miracle. My God, I feel the Holy Ghost. It ain't even Holy Ghost time. I feel somebody in here is about to step into this altar tonight and leave with your miracle. Somebody in this room, I just felt it. A chill went all over my body. Somebody is about to step into this altar and leave here with a supernatural encounter with God that will change you forever. 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 You will never go back to what you used to be. God has something greater. God has something more powerful. And I believe with all my heart, God is positioning us. So I want to talk to you about positioned for a miracle. How many has a need tonight? A need. You want God to meet that need. I'm in the right house. God has been positioning you from the teaching and the preaching and the prayers and the praise of this ministry, getting you positioned for your miracle. So tonight we come just to step into that position to see God do what he said he's going to do. I wanted to put Job 5, 9 in the NIV up there. This is what God spoke to D and I about this year. Job 5, 9, the NIV. God performs wonders that cannot be fathomed. Miracles that cannot be counted. Somebody say, this is my year for wonders that I don't understand and miracles 
that I can't even number. How many like to wake up every day with a miracle? I believe God's positioning you where every day, every moment, seven days a week, God's going to be doing the impossible. Things that you thought would take a long time, God's going to do it quickly. So I want you to focus on that scripture. Get a hold of that scripture. God in 24 is going to perform wonders. Wonders. We need the church to come back to a place that when people come in, they wonder what in the world's going on. You see, Dee and I was in a church in Kentucky back a few months ago, and the pastors, the apostles, and Dee and I was standing in the altar. The church was kind of winding down. It was kind of over. Pastor Jonathan is just kind of ending. And so we're just standing there worshiping, praising, thanking God for what was going on. And today, Prophet Oscar, when you told the story at the table, it reminded me of this story. This dad, and he has seven kids. He's very fruitful. I'm not sure that's all God, but anyway, he has seven of them things. I mean, they're running around everywhere. And uh, it happened kind of quickly. Look at them. It was like a pop, 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 pop. And so the first year that Dee and I was there, he came to us and, and uh, gave us $1,000 seed for our ministry. And he said, would you just pray over that? I'm starting a new business, and I'd like for God to give us $100,000 the first year profit. So we did. We prayed over it, sent him on his way. The next year we was there, he come to us and had a $1,220 check. Don't ask me why or how. He gave it to us, said, pray over this, seed for your ministry. Told us, he said, last year we took in 120000 net profit. He said, I never made in my life over 60000 Something happened out of your indeed spirit that caused my faith to reach up to another level. He said, so this year I'm asking God to give us 250000 net profit. I thought, well, you're going to need it with those seven young ones. And so we prayed over that check. <laughs> Prophet Angel, we sent him on his way. We just left there a while back. He came back to us again. But he came walking with this daughter, one of his daughters. He walked up to us, tears rolling down his face, Pastor Jen, and he said, can you look closely at my daughter? Dee and I looked at her. She had one eye that just stayed focused this way. He said, we've taken her to every specialist we know to take her to, but we can't get any good report. They all say she's just got to live the rest of her life. But he said, she took me by the hand a while ago, something about a childlike faith, and said, Daddy, would you take me to Corinne D? She didn't know protocol to call us doctors, apostles, or pride. Just take me to Corinne D. And he said, I sure said, yeah, what, what do you want with them? 
I want my eye healed tonight. And he said, she believes that if you indeed touch her, that something's going to happen from heaven. I said, well, praise God. And he said, before you do, here's another seed because I need a bigger, bigger miracle in my family. But we prayed for her, and instantly that eye went straight. And I thought, well, maybe that's for a moment. So we went on. The church was over. They came back to the green room. He came back to D and I again and said, can you see my daughter's eyes still straight? He sent us a, a information about all the doctors. He wrote all the testimony out. And he said, I just want to tell you, it's been months now, and she's still got an eye that sees straight. Come on, somebody. That's the kind of God I'm talking about. That's the God I'm telling you is a miracle-working God. That's the God that will not fail you. We have a right by redemption to come into that place. Amen? So let's go a little further. Let's go, if you got it up there, let's go to Galatians 3, 13 and 14. Let's read that, and I'll go to Ephesians, and now I'll, I'll pray for you. Look at Galatians 3, 13 and 14. Christ hath, somebody say it's already done. Christ hath redeemed us from the curse of the law. Look at me. How many knows what the curse was? Poverty, sickness, and everything associated with it. Jesus hung on the cross redeeming us so that we don't have to be sick or in poverty. Can somebody say amen to the word? Christ has already redeemed us from the curse, being made a curse for us. For it is written, cursed is everyone that hangeth on a tree. Look at verse 14. That the blessing... Somebody say, that the blessing, say it again, that the blessing, one more time, that the blessing of Abraham might come on us, the Gentiles, through Jesus Christ, that we might receive the promise of the Spirit through faith. Now go to Ephesians. I got to go real quick. Ephesians, I just want to give you a little word here. And then we'll, we'll move right on. Look at chapter 1, Ephesians chapter 1, verse 3. Blessed be the God and the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who hath blessed us. Somebody say it's already done. Who hath blessed us with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places in Christ. Look at me one second. You say, well, that's spiritual blessings. Well, everything I need starts in heaven. We got to learn to live heaven to earth. Heaven to earth. Everything I need is already there. I've got to learn to live heaven to earth. Supernatural to natural. Unseen to seen. So my healing, my miracles, my finances, everything I need 
God has already blessed me with. Somebody say, it's a done deal. Say it again. It's a done deal. Now, look at verse 16. I do not cease to give thanks for you and to make mention of you in my prayers. Dee and I can honestly say we pray an hour to two hours every day. We pray for this ministry. We pray for your leaders, and we give thanks for you that God sent here. Listen to verse number 17. That the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give you the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him, the eyes of your understanding, be enlightened that you may know what is the hope of his calling and what the riches of the glory of the inheritance in the saints. Look at me. We need a revelation. Divine, God sent revelation that he's a keeper of his word. No matter what my circumstances are, I still say he's a faithful God. I still say God will make a way where there is no way. I still say I'm healed, I am whole, because God said it to me. So I'm blessed, I have a revelation. When God called me to the ministry 55 years ago, I was pole. Pole folks called us pole. We couldn't afford the OR. It was just pole. Raised below the tracks. But I got a revelation from God. I didn't have to be sick or pole. And that God was my healer and my provider. And something happened in me. I can't tell you, but to this day, I probably shouldn't say it, but I'm going to say it anyway. Dee and I prayed about a need just two weeks ago. We said, God, we ain't telling nobody but you. We ain't talking to nobody about it but you. But you know it's there. We received a check for 76000 don't get envy, just shout. It'll come to you too. Some of y'all look at me, oh, my God. No, if you shout about our victory, God might. Come on, somebody. He knows your address too. God just sent it to our address. We opened it up, and D went to shouting. And the person that sent it, now get this. They're sanctified, spirit-filled, tongue-talking people that sent it to us in the mail. And they said, and here's the $7,600 check just to pay the tithes on what we just sent you. So just consider the tithes already paid. Just go pay the tithes now. How many knows God's about to surprise us all? Come on. I said, how many knows God's about to surprise us all? Some of y'all going to be shocked before 24 ends. I said, some of y'all going to be shocked before 24 ends. God's going to do something for you like you never seen done in your life. I'm going to read this scripture. I don't have time to teach it. 
Verse 19 is the most powerful scripture in all of the Bible. Verse 19, and what is the exceeding greatness of his power to usward, somebody say, that's me, who believes, say, that's me, according to the working of his mighty power. I'm not a Greek scholar, but I tore that Greek up in Strong's. I don't have time. I'm going to give it to your apostle, and he's going to teach it right to you. But there's four Greek words in that one verse for power and authority. And God said to you, it's already done. It's already done. Your miracle is waiting at this altar. I said, your miracle is waiting at this altar. At noon today, we prayed the hour, and we covered this altar in oil. You know what's going to happen when you come and kneel down here at night? Jehovah God is going to meet you at this place. And whatever you lifted your hand to and said, I have a need, God's already got it right here. I said, God's already got it. You don't need some man. You need God. I mean, he's got a problem bigger than a man. I lifted my hand first. I need, I, need, I need a God Almighty in 24 to do his mighty works. Are you ready for your miracle? I said, are you ready? I want you to stand with me, please.